likely death through Luke's report. The scandal of sexual abuse by clergy and the inadequate support for victims of that abuse and the COVID crisis still very much with us. Anxiety, fear, and some despair. I've known something of these this year. Perhaps you too have as well. But there is hope at the end of this dark time. The vaccine, the vaccine here already in Harrow. And oh, so much human kindness in these last few months. 81 years ago, in 1939, just one or two of us here tonight, I think, were also here for the Midnight Mass that year in 1939, of course, as children. It was not the invasion of a virus that was so worrying the adults that night. It was the expectation of very different invaders, German Nazi armies. Things are not good, but not as anxious as they were that night. We're always, thank God, a very mixed bunch at this service. Regulars, irregulars, the uncertain, even, I'm sure, some unbelievers, drawn by the mystery and beauty of this wonderful story. Mafalali members, your friendship is very precious to us. You're here to celebrate the birth of the second greatest prophet in Islam. Perhaps one or two people are here this evening reluctantly, because you don't want to let the family down. This service is for all. All are welcome tonight as we gather around the manger. Like many churches, we have a short children's talk most Sunday mornings. A vicar was once faced with the problem that we all dread. The kids won't answer the questions. The vicar starts. Tell me, please, what is small and furry, greyish, climbs trees, hides nuts for the winter? Dead silence. Come on, says the desperate vicar. You must know the answer. It's not difficult. At last, a nervous child raises a hand. Please, sir, the answer must be Jesus but it still sounds like a squirrel to me. That answer had grace in trying to please, but it was short on truth. And too often the church is like that boy. We make claims to offer answers that common sense alone tells people that those answers are not true. What is both graceful and true about the Christmas story that St Albans can offer us here tonight. Well, whatever else Christmas is, 
It is a celebration of the miracle of the birth of every human baby. So whoever you are, say thank you for the last baby born among your extended family, friends and neighbours. The more science tells us, the more breathtaking the miracle of every new baby becomes. I want to talk for a few moments about the shepherds who came to the manger. The poet R.S. Thomas wrote this about the shepherds. Coming over the snow to the bread's purer snow, fumbling it in their huge hands, putting their lips to it like beasts, then going back to their poor holdings naked in the bleak light of December. Well, of course, it actually wasn't like that. It wasn't a Eucharist they went to, and it probably wasn't snowing. It may not even have been December. What is true is that there is a strong tradition going back many, many centuries in the Christian community that a group of ordinary working men received some kind of disclosure from God about Jesus and they went to see him. They heard the message, not in church, not in the synagogue, places where God is expected to be found, but in their workplace. God came to them right where they were. And if we don't find Jesus there in our ordinary lives, it's no use looking for him here in church. And that is why Christians put such store in these words. He was a man, truly and fully human, human and the divine Son of God. He was not alongside our lives. He shared in them. He was the Word made flesh as we heard in the wonderful words of tonight's reading. God in ordinary. But more than that, shepherds then were near the bottom of the social scale. They were rough, tough men. They lived with their flocks in the hills. So why are shepherds chosen to be the first visitors? The answer goes to the heart of what Christianity is about. Jesus was and is always on the side of the outsider, the oppressed, the poor, the sick, the left behind. And that has to be the way for his followers. There are some churches now that preach a different gospel, a gospel of success. Follow Jesus and you're sure to be successful and probably make a lot of money. That is not the gospel of the one who came as a helpless babe and died a criminal death on a cross. The Christian way is always the option for the poor and more. The words those shepherds heard out in the field from the angels, glory to God in highest heaven, 
and on earth peace among those whom he favours, challenged them and challenges us now. Palestine was once again under foreign rule. This time it was the Roman Empire. Augustus, the emperor, was made a god. And the words that were sung about him were almost identical to those words we've just heard, the words the angels sang that night. The angels' words, glory to God in the highest, were a direct political challenge to the empire. Good words to remember when political nationalism, sovereignty, is becoming such a dominant theme in our national life. Of course, we have proper, deep loyalties to family, community, our city, our nation. But for all believers, the first loyalty is to God. Back to Jesus and the squirrel. Wherever we are on the road to faith, I hope we'll all find the Christmas story both graceful and true. The Christian community is not the community of the absolutely certain and sure. We're all doubters, one way or another, and we ask for the gift of faith. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. So, Lord, bring us to the manger tonight. Mangers have low entrances. We have to kneel to get in. May the baby draw us towards the man, the man Jesus, and to God's purposes of love, peace and justice for all his children. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray, be born in us today. A very happy Christmas to everyone. Christmas is not cancelled. It never will be.